Hello, welcome to another segment of Beyond the Benefits with Savoy. My name is Jeffrey Vanderpool, Regional Director, Savoy Associates. I'm here with Adrian Jones, Account Executive and Business Development Specialist. How are you doing today, Adrian? I'm doing well, Jeff. How about yourself? Very well, thank you. Excellent. So, let's get right into this. Tell us about Adrian Jones. Adrian Jones. So, I'm originally from the Midwest. Um, most people assume that I'm from New York until I really opened my mouth and started with the y'alls and the tennis shoes and pops. But uh, I've been in New York for 20 years now um, in the benefit industry for 23 years. Uh, I'm a journeyman. So, I mean, I was most of my career has been on the carrier side, um, but I was a broker at Marshall McLennan for a couple of years. And uh, as I recently decided to, uh, to join the general agent side with Savoy. Excellent. One of the things I did notice about you when you did come here, and you mentioned that in your intro, you did not speak like people from New York City. <laughs> I know for myself, I have or core your jaw when I speak, and that's a dialect we can all pick up from New York City. And you came here, and I said to myself when I met you, where's this guy from? Say <laughs> like, he's not from New York. And then when you said tennis shoes and pop, explain that culture because <laughs> In the Midwest, if people don't know, any, ten, any sneaker you wear, no matter how much you pay for it, it's called a tennis shoe, right? Correct. So you could spend $250 on a pair of sneakers and it's called what? Tennis shoes. And you can drink a bottle of Pellegrino and it's called what? Pop. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny you mentioned that, Jeff. Uh, you know, uh, the one thing I always had or one question, you don't play tennis in it, so why do you call it tennis shoes? Uh, it's just something in Ohio that we were born to, to say, you know, uh, one funny thing is that when I would think of soda, I used to think of that as country, like more of Carolinas down south. Y'all want some soda? You know, so uh, I've always looked at that as country. So uh, uh, when I came to New York and the first time I mentioned pop, they look, kind of looked at me like, pop, what do you mean? So uh, and just like any other flavor, purple pop, cherry pop, um, it's just something that we did, you know, something that's uh, familiar to the, the Midwest. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So how did you get into this industry? I got into the industry uh, due to a family member. He was uh, coming out of college. He mentioned uh, his success in, uh, at the time it was Aetna, and he thought that it may be a, uh, an opportunity that I should further explore. And they were actually creating a new position. It was in Tampa, Florida, that uh, I decided, why not? My family's a big automobile industry family, General Motors, Packard Electric. So I decided to kind of go against the grain and uh, start off my career with national accounts in Aetna back in uh, 2000. So you talked about your experience in the insurance industry. You have a carrier background and a broker background. Tell me, how does that give you an extra edge or a little bit of an advantage? Um, well, I don't know if it's an advantage, but it's really just kind of understanding really what some of our partners go through, you know, as far as the carrier, you know, carriers always, you know, there's, there's always going to be a few bumps in the roads, uh, you know, and just kind of understanding that, you know, sometimes it's going to take a little while to get an answer back or to, uh, update a system. So I understand that, you know, sometimes you just have to be patient. Um, and on the other side, a broker. Um, you know, I wasn't at Marshall McLennan for a long time, but I did understand at the end of the day, um, there can be changes, uh, you know, to the leadership, the C-suite level, which can affect your broker of record. So 
they always are on guard to try to protect their clients. So giving that dual perspective, it kind of helps me when I'm, you know, obviously outreaching to our carrier partners and also, you know, having those conversations with our broker partners as well. So you do not seem to be someone who lacks any type of confidence whatsoever. So tell me, what motivates Adrian Jones? What keeps you motivated on a daily basis? Um, man, just excellent question, Jeff. Uh, what kind of keeps me on my toes is that, you know, what we do, there's no really playbook to it. Every broker, every client, they have different needs. There's different situations. So when you wake up or when I wake up in the morning, I know that there's going to be a different task at hand, um, a different objective. Um, and it's not always smooth sailing. You know, one thing that I, I, I really try to live by is it's not always avoiding things going bad or, or things jumping off track because it's going to happen. I mean, things happen in insurance. But really the real win is, is how quick can you get it back on track? So when things are, are not going as well, you know, how can you, you know, reach out to your carrier partners to find those solutions and your broker partners to just ask for patience um, as we help to kind of navigate, uh, you know, the landscape, really, the different situations. Um, so really, that's what really, uh, that's what I focus on. I focus on every day there's a new challenge, you know, making sure that I'm still putting my, myself in a position uh, you know, to represent Savoy in the best of my ability and, uh, and having fun. I mean, it's really, life is about having fun. You know, it's not going to always be exactly, uh, you know, what, it, what it's cut out to be, but really taking the good or the bad. And, and like they say, what turning lemon, uh, lemons to lemonade, right? Absolutely. So talking about fun, you and I go back 18 years. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of the things that we both talk about is our journey and how we keep getting back on the same track with one another. So tell the audience how you and I have stayed connected over the years, because it's a pretty funny story. This this partnership is just meant to be. It's uh, I started off as your account manager with that now uh, when you're with corporate consulting. Uh, and it was tough because I was uh, learning the industry. I was uh, newer to New York. So not only am I trying to navigate, uh, you know, a different product because it was a little different than when I was with national accounts, but it's also just getting adjusted to New York. Um, so I remember sitting down in front of you, Jeff, and that first conversation was like, all right, you're not from New York. Uh, you have a lot to learn. And uh, Jeff, it's been, it's been quite the journey. It's been great growing with you. Uh, through the throughout these years, you're you're not uh, you're not easy. You're tough, and uh, the first thing you said to me that always stuck was, Adrian, if you're giving me information, I need to make sure it's information that I can relay back to my client, and you better not make me look bad. <laughs> um, and no, Jeff, you've always been fair. You know, you've been fair throughout the years. Um, you've been very supportive, and now this 20-year journey has brought us back together as, uh, as my director, which I couldn't be more excited about. Likewise, I'm excited about this as well. I mean, listen, there's not many times that you could say to somebody or look someone and say that I spent 20 years with this individual in several different companies as if we're following one another. But each time we get together, we have the best time. Absolutely. Right? We make the best of it and we grow together. 
and we have successes together. That I, I thank you as well for you know stepping into my life in my career as well because it's helped me grow, it's helped me become better, and it's it's all good, man. I love it. Definitely, I love it. Absolutely. So I have another question for you. You seem to be a unicorn in a sense because you like cold calling. Please explain to everyone how you love cold calling. <laughs> well, it ended up. Uh... It ended up taking me some time to to really enjoy that. Uh, it really is different. I remember at uh, at my time at Marshall McLennan, where we would literally have cold calling days. My first day was it was one of the worst days of my life, to be honest with you. I um, ended up taking the call personal. I was very emotional on the call. So being that uh, the the at the time I was calling, you're calling C-suite, so you're trying to get in contact with you know president, CEO, CRO, CFO. Uh, they gave me maybe two seconds. And when they hung up the phone, I just felt so dejected. Like, how could he hang up? He didn't even give me time to explain how I could help them. Um, but I tried to turn that into something positive. I knew that I needed to spend more time with getting comfortable with kind of thinking on the fly. And, um, and I am so grateful to Marshall McLennan Agency for helping me to, to grow. And the one thing that we've always, you know, me being a sports guy, I know you are too, Jeff. You know, if you can't shoot good free throws, what do you have to do? Practice, right? And that's what I did. I started to uh, call, call more, you know, call more companies uh, just to get in front of them to really to go through the trials of what will it take to be successful at that. And I mean, still to this day, Jeff, I have those bad days where I can't get really anyone on the phone. Um, and I know it's just a numbers game. So if I can continue to, you know, persevere through the, you know, the tough calls that eventually you land that one, you know, client or you have that one call that changes your day. So, but it's still a work in progress. I have another question for you. When you started here, one of the things that you wanted to make sure that you represented was your style of delivering a package for brokers so that they can trust you, they could instill their trust and business with you as well. So you have a go-to with your delivery and you use certain resources within Savoy as your kind of like your go-to suite. What are those? Talk to me about a couple of those. Uh, well, number one was my marketing team. When I started with, uh, when I started at Savoy, I knew that I needed to partner with marketing to help to get my message out to the mass, to the brokers, to the clients. So that was really the first really key step of letting everyone know. I mean, obviously, I've been in the industry for some time, but letting them know that what can I bring to the table as far as their general agent rep. Number two is clients have so many different issues that they're navigating through. How can we keep them on top of mind? And it's with our compliance team. Uh, Chris, Colleen, Sarah, I mean, they do such a great job with helping to educate the employers of what that landscape is. As you know, that that industry is always, there's always changing. There's always an update that uh, our compliance team helps me tremendously to help to keep my brokers and my clients up to speed with what's changing in that, uh, what's changing in the industry. So compliance would be that, that number, t- number two. 
And number three would be, uh, and actually it's a, really a combination, I know that we've been taking off with our, our interest in PEOs. So Cassandra, keep up the great work. Um, it's been great, you know, especially with that New York small group landscape. With uh, it's, it's challenging. It's challenging. You know, they're pretty expensive rates and, you know, benefits are being cut, you know, you know, here and there. So the PEO gives our clients an additional avenue to try to potentially save money by, by still offering benefits that can be somewhat still personal to their diverse group. You know, um, I always look at it as, Jeff, you know what, you can't really, it's hard to roll out one benefit package to fit multiple employees' needs. And that's one thing that can help with the PEOs because you have typically more options to select uh, some different uh, plan options that may fit your actual, your, uh, your employee base. Um, and cost, you know, obviously PEOs are help with, they help with trying to, you know, keep costs at a low for some small businesses. Um, the number four or part two of, of number three would be our Medicare team. You know, Ashlyn, Colin, they're doing a great job with uh, helping. And, you know, Medicare can be tough. You know, there's a lot of information and our Medicare team is, you know, industry leading. Uh, they're great at what they do, you know, and helping our brokers to, you know, to help tackle, you know, that, uh, that avenue of their business. I mean, it's just uh, great. We have a ton of resources at Savoy that, uh, that I'm blessed to have. You said a lot and great things because you plugged everybody. <laughs> and that's, all, no, that's really awesome because when you come to an organization and you find yourself in a way, in a, in a spot, particularly in the very beginning, you're a little lost. Right. You don't know everywhere, you know, you don't know everything. You don't know everywhere to go, where to pick things up. And you're able to navigate. That comes to, that, that just plays into your personality, but you're able to navigate through make connections, which is, which is very important, and then have that relationship and develop relationships with the people in those areas that can help you be successful. So kudos to you for, as well, for being able to really make that connection. So that, that's, a, that's, a, you know, that's a feather in your cap too, AJ. Thanks, Jeff. I would be remiss without mentioning our account managing team. You know, it's great to sell a product, but if you really can't service that product, where does it leave you, right? So our account managing team, they are just phenomenal um, with helping to keep the, you know, the, the clients on the books with us and helping to you know, partner with our broker partners to, uh, to, to service that, that overall client. So uh, again, multiple, multiple things. It's not just one. And uh, as I always say, it takes a team to succeed, right? Uh, with me being a sports guy and a football guy, um, you can have the best. I mean, for instance, uh, Barry Sanders, not to, you know, just to kind of throw out his name, but he was one of the best running backs ready ever to play the game, but really never won that championship because, again, you need other pieces and other um, parts of that puzzle to, you know, to achieve, you know, certain goals. And I just think that that's one thing that we do a great job at Savoy. We have all of those pieces in place to help us to be successful. So let me get to the brokers and your relationship with the brokers. What should brokers really understand about the landscape today that they might overlook? And then your job is to come in and talk to them about some of the things that they might be missing out on. Right, um, and that's a great question, Jeff. I mean, our broker partners are very important. And the one message I would say is that you're really, you're getting someone, an extension of your back office, really of your team. 
uh, at the end of the day, we win together. Now, obviously, we want to minimize those losses, but, you know, I am there to partner with you to help strategize, to bring that new business in, um, to help secure that new business, but to also to help protect your existing block. Um, the broker landscape, it's a tough landscape, you know, because it's not like you can win a client and you can kind of rest. You always have to be on the forefront of what's new in the market, what's new in the industry that could potentially help and save their clients money. So it's, it's, a, it's a tough landscape, but it's a landscape that I really enjoy navigating. Um, my broker partners, they're, they're like extended family, right? Once you start to meet them and you, you figure out what kind of works well with each other, it just becomes, again, a part of who you are. Um, and that's what I think, Jeff, going back to one of your earlier questions, that's what keeps me aggressive. That's what keeps me, you know, uh, wanting more in what I do on a daily basis is really my broker partners. Everyone's unique. Every personality is, diff uh, you know, different. But it's one that I find rewarding. I really do. I, I, find, it, uh, I find it really, uh, really something that it really means a lot to me for my broker to tell me at the end of the day, Adrian, thank you. Not only did you help me win this, you know, this group, but we're friends, you know, let's go out, let's enjoy a, you know, bite to eat together after hours. And that Jeff means the world to me because that goes beyond just a nine to five or, you know, uh, an eight to four. It goes into really building a solid, mutually beneficial partnership, which I think it, it's a must in order to, to be successful. Sorry for that long-winded answer. <laughs> no, none of your answers are, are long-winded. Actually, they're, a lot, they're informative and they're fun. So I, I can ask you questions all day, actually, because you're, <laughs> you're an entertaining individual. Um, so one thing I want to wrap with, or a couple of questions I want to wrap with, one is if you can change anything within our industry, is there one or two things that you would change? Yes. I mean, one of the things that I would change in the small group, a really small group segment in New York is just more options. Uh, as you know, a couple years back, the small group threshold was moved from 50 to 100, which uh, limited the ability to customize your benefits, which, um, you know, I think is it was a challenging change. Um, but the one thing I would change would be to offer more potential options and solutions in that small group option. You know, one with being level funded, which, you know, if we go across the river, New Jersey, that's a big part of the solutions they offer for small businesses is, you know, giving them different funding options. So that would be one of the things that I would focus on is just uh, different funding options um, and different potential small group solutions in that New York market. Adrian, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. This was a very enlightening conversation. I enjoy having you as a colleague, obviously as a friend and a co-stealer uh, fan. <laughs> Absolutely. And I look forward to us working together for many, many years to come. And it's been a great, great journey. And I'm honored to have you as both a friend and a colleague. Thank you, Jeff. And you know, the feelings are mutual. Uh, you know, I can't say enough about you. And I look forward to continuing to, to you know, uh, to partner together through this market and you know, continue to achieve, achieve great things with Savoy. So thanks a lot, Jeff. Thank you.